Hey, mm-hmm. welcome back. If you didn't know, Bryce and Yeston are Bills fans. Literally, who facts. doesn't know that? I, <laughs> they just wanted to make sure that people knew that. I don't know how. Again, if you've listened to this show or watched the show on the Sports Wave YouTube channel, literally one time. That's all it takes. Um, we try not to keep it a secret, but you never know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Liam Baker, also here. First time. Great writer if you haven't read his work. Basically, anything that's happened in college, he, he's known about. He's like Tolva, but he doesn't like stalk these kids. <laughs> so he brings a great perspective. He's also a Titans fan. So, I mean, we got to talk about that because I don't believe in the Titans. You probably do. Bryce and Yeston, I imagine, are like on the fence because, you know, Bald Gingy went for it when he shouldn't have. So let's just start there. Titans, Bengals. Right. Titans, Bengals then. Um, I've got to say, I love the Cincy pass game. And they've got a, they for sure got leverage over that Tennessee secondary. But um, I think that uh, Tennessee are the better outright team right now. And regardless of whether or not Derrick Henry plays, this is going to be a really tough go for Cincinnati because, uh, well, they've got a lot of uh, a lot of minor sort of minor weaknesses that Tennessee has leverage over them in. It's it, it, there's there's one big mismatch, which is you know since he's receivers on the uh, Tennessee corners in my mind. Uh, but since he can't afford a second half breakdown where they yeah. can't move the ball at all like they yeah. did uh last week yeah since he needs to play four great quarters to win this game the titans i think don't they they have wiggle room they have room to relax and breathe for a minute obviously they shouldn't and they got to keep the pedal on this is the playoffs but i would say that if they uh you know, they, they can afford to make mistakes where since he can't right now i mean i i think that the tennessee secondary is a little underrated um especially with kevin byard having one of his best seasons this year. And I imagine Kristen Fulton is going to spend a lot of time on Jamar Chase. And I mean, I think whoever wins that matchup has a really good shot of winning this game. Yeah, I'd say that checks out. Um, I, I mean, you know, Fire has been fantastic. That That's uh, that, that's, that's just a fact. You know, he's, uh, he's one of the best in the NFL this year. But um, my concern is the sort of lack of depth, and uh, since you can throw a lot of a lot of looks at them, you know, uh, try and force these guys out of man coverage, um, and if they go zone, then Jamal can be over the top. Can they have five or six great offensive players to it, the Bengals? Yeah, they've got diversity and room to move, and they have they they have a depth on in skill position players on offense that uh, that 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 the Tennessee secondary doesn't quite have. The same, uh, the same sort of. They, they, they don't. They're not going to get quite that same respect. Um, but my issue, Tennessee can make up for it with their linebackers, I think. Right. My issue with Cincy is their secondary. If they can hold, or if they can um, keep AJ Brown and Julio Jones and everyone locked up for four straight quarters, I'm not sure they can do that. And if they fail to do it, I don't think Cincy's going to win this game. Yeah. I would, I would say that's completely reasonable. I think even if they are able to, I mean, lock down Brown and Julio, um, I mean, you've seen in the past that Tannehill hasn't needed to throw the ball for them to win playoff games. So if they're able to establish the run with Foreman or Henry, um, whatever his status is, like they might not need to throw the ball to win this game. 
Yeah. Could I be like totally uh, pain glass? Uh, no, those aren't see-through. Uh, just like window? totally like transparent. Oh, there you go. When Liam said Christian Bard called me a casual or whatever, I I don't watch like as much film and whatever as you three. I've never heard of Christian Bard or Bayard, however you said his name. That you could have made that name up. I would have had no idea. You mean Kevin Bayard or Christian Fulton? What, whatever, whoever, whoever you said. <laughs> that's that's exactly my point, though. Like I have no idea who that is. Mm. I think that's because I think Tennessee has uh, has both benefited and been hurt by the fact that the Derrick Henry injury tossed them out of the limelight. I mean, they're probably the least discussed number one seed in uh, in recent memory in the AFC. I mean, they, you know, they they've won so many games. They've uh, but they do deserve to be based on the length of the, the continuity of their season, um, the top seed in the AFC. But my, 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 my big concern with them is that their high highs aren't high enough. A perfect game from Tennessee is much less scary than a perfect game from the Bengals or from the Chiefs or from the Titans. Sorry, sorry not the Titans, the, the, the Bills. But the, uh, you know, those teams have lower lows as well. You know, if, they, if, if they fall to pieces, then they are dead in the water. Meanwhile, Tennessee down, you know, down their best fifty-six players somehow pull it together with practice team guys, and they're consistently good enough. Yeah, I, I was looking at my nose. Sorry. All right, what's a what's a little prediction? I'm gonna say Tennessee, but by a field goal. I think it's gonna be closer than anyone. The, the close, it's gonna be the the close game that we didn't get on Super Wild Card weekend. I mean, I'm taking the Titans as well. I, I have to take. I, th- I think Henry makes his return, and it's a very well known. Mm. Okay, okay. I think since he pulls off this game by, let's say a touchdown. Okay. I think since he's pass rush, if they can get Trey Hendrickson back, and along with Jamar Chase playing absolutely insane, I think they'll have a really nice shot at uh, pulling off this upset. Mm. Hendrickson was limited in practice today, so he's. He's seeing action at least, even if he's not uh, 100%. Even a 50 or 60% Hendrickson can wreck a game, though. Oh, against the Tennessee offensive line? Yeah. Yeah, it's a real concern. I'm going to take the Bengals by 17 just because I thought it and it sounded good. <laughs> All <laughs> right, two and two. I don't uh I don't know. I, I like what you said, yes, and I don't think Tennessee, like if they need a Ryan Tannehill drop back, they have the talent, but I just don't think that they're the team to, you know, pass the ball all over the field and win mm-hmm. a game that way. Yeah, I don't see them winning a shootout, even if they, even if they, uh, you know, in any close four game, they should come out on top right now. But if it, if since he starts pouring on points, they're gonna have a hard, they might have a hard time keeping up. All right, I feel like a lot of people guessed this one as the NFC Championship. But we get it in the divisional round. Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, the big pirate ship. Round two between these two. Obviously, the first one was in SoFi. It's going to be a little bit different. Tampa back at home again. Who do we like in this one? I mean, I've been saying Bills, Rams, and the Super Bowl since the preseason. And um, before Wild Cup weekend, I came out and said it again. And I think that the Rams have the edge here. I mean, Tampa's bewildered and uh, beleaguered 
secondary is going to be a liability. Odell Beckham Jr. is playing like a man on fire. Um, Cooper Cup is still this year's number one receiver. Um, I think that we see some, you know, unless this Bucks defensive line and linebacker unit, the whole front seven, can um, play like the house is on fire, I imagine they're going to have a tough time getting uh, keeping LA from putting up big points on the board. And that leaves me with sort of the, the big question of whether or not the Buccaneers offense can keep up with the Rams offense. And those like that, their own wide receiver core has also taken quite a hit over the past little while. Obviously, it's still very good. They're still uh, one of the most capable offenses in the NFL. But um, LA has the tools, even if they might, even if they don't use them all the time, they have the tools to shut down Gronk here. And without Gronk, um, this passing game comes becomes a little one-dimensional. So it's all, you know, outside the numbers, close to the sidelines, and they have the quarterbacks to keep up with that. So I think that LA, uh, LA deserves to be a favorite, even if they're not. Yeah, I got it agree with Yeston here. I think the Buccaneers injuries on the offensive line with Ryan Jensen, Tristan Wirfs, uh, then the depleted um, wide receiver core won't help them either. The Rams, if they play like they did last week, they'll, I think they'll run away with this game. Odell Beckham really showed out. I liked what I saw from Cam Akers in his first action back. I think that was quite a surprise from what tearing his Achilles just six, seven months ago, which is insane to me that he came mm. back this soon. Yeah. Baffling. I think it's also, I mean, worth mentioning that their kind of ground game is pretty depleted as well. I think Fournette is expected back, but his status is still unknown. And if, you know, that Rams like front seven is able to shut that down and force Brady to throw, I don't think, you know, the Rams secondary is going to let Mike Evans go for 120 yards again, um, like he did against the Eagles. And I think if they shut him down, Brady is going to have to find someone else to throw to. Yeah, I think it's kind of worth noting, too, that uh, Tampa signed John Brown to their practice squad about one or two weeks ago, too. He's had a 1,000-yard season, what, two years ago now? Yeah, right before Stefan Diggs got here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's you know only two two seasons removed from a thousand yard season. No major lingering injuries in that time. Um, John Brown's got gas in the tank. He's uh, I, he's perfectly capable as a practice world caller. But I mean that's exactly what he was, right? I mean how many how many great teams have we seen sign a bunch of solid veteran players to the practice squad ahead of a playoff run to provide depth and positions of weaknesses? And John Brown fits that perfectly. Bills did it with Kenny Stills and Devontae Freeman just last year. Exactly. Didn't use them, but um, it's absolutely worthwhile having on board, especially when you, you know, when you know what positions your weaknesses are or you know who's playing injured and who might need to take a break. It's, uh, it's significant. I want to say the Rams are going to win this because last night, unfortunately, they beat Cliff Kyler and the Cardinals. We don't really got to talk about that game. We all know how it went. But, like, Los Angeles dominated that I game. I expected it. I wouldn't say all of those, but <laughs> they they straight up won that game, right? In Tampa Bay, when they beat the Eagles, it's like they won. And Bryce said that, you know, the score didn't really show what the game was, but Tampa Bay didn't really play that great. And if they don't play that great against Philadelphia, it makes you think that they'll just suddenly turn it on against – the Rams 
now the game's in Tampa, so I don't know. Maybe the crazy pirate people will help. And this is still, I, it's still the same injury, injury depleted Buccaneers yeah. roster too. Like yeah. you might, yeah. you might be getting uh, Leonard Fournette back, but he's not going to be a hundred percent. So are you going to be relying on Le'Veon Bell, Giovanni Bernard, and Keyshawn Vaughn to be able to run against it? or run through a depleted offensive line. I just can't see that happening. Yeah. I'd say, uh, I'd say also, you know, Tampa, they were the, uh, the sort of the, the NFL's darlings for a vast majority of the season, but they've been, they, they, they've been consistently worse over this late stretch. It's not like they've just had a couple of bad games here or there sprinkled in. They sort of saw a real drop off as their team's health started to decline, and they just never really recovered from it. Even when they're getting guys back, those guys aren't playing at full, and they're, they're weak right now, more so than ever. Uh, so, Even when they're getting guys back, there's still more guys out too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you think Scotty Miller forces another muff punt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. I, there's very few things in the game I love more than. Uh, Huge game-changing special teams plays, or unless it's Isaiah McKenzie muffing punt. Unless it's Isaiah McKenzie muffing the punt, the man has a record. Um, <laughs> you guys watch Hard Knocks, right, from the Colts during the season? No. Oh well, um, uh, there was a, a in, in preparation for the Bills game. Uh, their special teams coach and their head coach were talking, and uh, they say that they tell the players that if you ever if you you know, if uh, he has a chance to return the ball, let him because he drops it. It's an established fact amongst the head coach and front office staff. That's not ideal. <laughs> huh. Well, yeah. Is he still returning punts? He is. But Micah Hyde's oh, Micah Hyde. nearby. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Micah Hyde has kind of been doing that. Like, yeah, they... Mackenzie's been doing uh, kickoffs. Hyde's been doing yeah. punt returns. Yeah, punts are trickier, I guess. Well, yeah, you don't have yeah, like, just like four people running at you on a kickoff. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So I'm watching the next game, you know, obviously a Knicks fan. This game just ended and Carl Anthony Towns is already on the phone. That's crazy. Like, I don't even think the Knicks are off the court yet and he's talking to somebody. Uh, yeah. The, he had a son into the lining of his shorts. Make sure he got it in time. Oh, anyway, he can sneak it over the court. Uh, okay. I mean, that's way less exciting than my idea, though. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. That's, that's wild. Maybe you had to talk to Jordan Woods real quick. Anyways, who do we like in, you know, that game that we were talking about? And then we got distracted by Isaiah McKenzie. The Rams. By, yeah, I, I would say Rams. five. It's going to be close, but the Rams, I think, five? deserve to be favorite too. Yeah. I'll go Rams by 10. Ooh, okay. Take them by three. Okay, okay. Bucks yeah. scored 10 points. Oh, that's bold. Rams by I love it. <laughs> I love it, but it's bold. <laughs> Last game of this week. Frozen Tundra. Puck, pa- Puckers. Packers 49ers. Now, I'm really excited for this game because the potential of Jimmy G going into Lambeau and then Matt Stafford next week. Like, Matt Stafford played in Detroit his whole career, but he played in a dome. And I get he's played in Green Bay before. But, like, Jimmy G going to Green Bay in the playoffs, that's going to be something to see. Mm. He is After being in San Fran in California for three, four years. Yeah, when he played those two games in New England, that was, like, one was in Arizona, 
and then what was in probably Foxborough in early September. Mm-hmm. This is going to be something way out of his comfort zone. And then George Kittle is probably going to just like be the same usual maniac, and it won't really affect him. You know, he'll be great for it. But now, yeah, I... I just before you guys actually say like the the reasonable opinions and takes and whatnot, the smart things. Yeah, the 49ers don't have a shot. They're losing by three possessions or more. I, I'm not even going to be like, oh, you know, maybe I'll be no. That 49ers don't have a chance. Yeah, I'm okay. not going to say the 49ers lose because of uh, the weather and Jimmy G not playing that much in cold weather, but I'll say Niners lose because they can't match up to Packers' offense and their defense. Mm. I don't – Niners, I love what they've been doing with Debo Samuel running the ball, doing all these jet sweeps and stuff, but I don't think that's going to work against – this Packers front seven. Yeah, I think that's quite fair. Um, the the uh, Green Bay has not been a creative team this season. You've seen very little in the way of you know fun and jokes done, and having a good time, and yet they still won more consistently than any team in the league. San Francisco it is creative and exciting and fun and new and entertaining, and they've lost a lot more games than Green Bay because they've had to be creative in order to win. And Green Bay hasn't. Green Bay can stick to the fundamentals and buckle down and take on mo- uh, for any team in the NFL. Um, pound for pound, they match up better than San Francisco in damn near every area. Um, San Fran, of course, could surprise us. They've surprised you know, a lot of teams have surprised us this season. But I would say that Green Bay is in. Uh, they're, they're the better team in, in in every in every major metric. I would I stand by their. Uh, they're the team to beat in the NFC right now, and they can prove that this weekend. I mean, I agree. I don't. I don't. Also, I don't. I don't know if the the Packers can guard Debo and IU can Kittle necessarily, but I I don't think Jimmy G's very good. I've been on that stance for a while, and I don't trust him to distribute the ball to them enough for them to be able to win the game and go into Lambeau and beat Aaron Rodgers. Did you guys know that Jimmy G separated his shoulder on Sunday? Yeah, and he played the whole second half through it. Yeah. And he's got that thumb. Like, if he if he walks at the end of the game, I'll be impressed. They won't win. I'm just I mean, he's doing everything he can just to play his final season with uh, San Fran. Mm. So there's a, a decent chance of snow early morning, Green Bay. Uh, cloudy most of the day by kickoff. It's down to 14. Mm. So Aaron Rodgers is, is happy. They asked Jimmy G today about it. He said he's been playing in the cold his whole life. We're going to practice, blah, blah, blah. No, he hasn't. Where did he go to school? Like Eastern Illinois? Idaho? Something like that? Something Eastern, right? Now you got me looking. It wasn't Eastern Washington because, like, that's a, a one of the – Eastern pools. Illinois. Yeah, Eastern yeah. Illinois. Like, Illinois gets, like, cold, you know, because – Yeah, Wisconsin and Illinois isn't, like, that far away. But, like, Lambeau is just different. I don't think they have heaters in Lambeau. I think, like, you know how the new fancy fields have the, uh, the like, heat warmers underneath the turf? Yeah. I think they have, like, ice cubes. <laughs> yeah, they just keep, like, extra meat down there all season long. Yeah. When no. he gets thrown down, because we know he will, uh, it might help his shoulder getting it iced real quick. 
But <laughs> like everybody can, or a lot of people comparing this team to like the uh, Eli Manning Giants that beat Brett Favre and Tom Coughlin almost died because it was that cold. It won't be mm. that cold. But this team is just like not the Giants. I feel like even the Giants were better. Mm. I still don't understand this San Francisco late season hype. Kyle Shanahan really isn't that good. Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. isn't that good. Yeah, the loss of Robert Sala was huge for that defense. Uh, I yeah, think I mean, the, D'Amico Ryans has been doing a great job for him, but he's nothing like what yeah. Robert Sala was. No, Sala, when he's been immersed in it for a few years and building it and improving it and tweaking it. I mean, changing hands from one coordinator to another is very rarely a smooth process, for better or worse. Um it hasn't been in San Fran. It's, you know, it's, they, 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 you're right. He's done a great job, but he, it's not the same as, as where they were this time two years ago. Um, yeah, I've got, I've, I've got concerns that Trey Lance could change this offense enough, but he's also not going to be able to hit Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, etc. just like Jimmy G can't. And same thing with Stafford. Trey Lance has played, like, in a cold place, but he played in a dome in North Dakota. Mm. That would have been like a perfect, you know, switch because they're both middle of nowhere, super cold freaks there. But like he played in the dome, and mm. like you know, he hasn't played an outdoor game in at least two years in January, if ever, because FCS is really weird. William would probably know that a little bit better than I would. You know, they play all their games like in the spring and whatnot. Well, they, I mean, they also play a lot of their games in line with the, um, regular FBS season. It was just uh, 2020 when they kind of flipped it because of COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> Liam, we got all the games, right? Those were the only three this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't... Yeah, just about all of them. Yeah. I think that almost sums it up. Oh, great. I forgot. We got to talk about how many times has Mahomes and Allen played? This is what, number five? Two. Oh, yeah. Sorry, this is number three. That That's it? Are there for the two of them going head-to-head? This is no, three. Third three, time? sorry. No, this is the fourth time. Sorry, it's my bad. Okay. So yeah, they met last season and last postseason, and then this season, and then this postseason. This is number four. They never played the first two years of Mahomes? Um, I don't believe so, because I, I know that – let me check. Hang on. Uh, yeah, if they weren't playing the West because, like, the Chiefs won the division, yeah. and the Bills yeah. would always be, like, second. I mean, so it'll probably be around this time, Sunday night, we record – you two going to be in a good mood, a decent mood, a bad mood? I think bad mood. Bad? No, I actually picked them to go to the Super Bowl. But I don't know. Chiefs yeah, last week I picked them to go to the Super Bowl with – I forget who it was. I think it's Packers I picked. Yeah, I was, I was pretty sure you'd take Green Bay. Um, I, 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 I think, think that – Bill's Packers. I think that an issue we saw early in the season um, was that the Bills had been built to kill certain kinds of teams. And that certain kind of team was the Chiefs. Exactly. Um, they were very. They, they they were made to. They were made to kill the Chiefs. Every change they made in the offseason was designed to um, do the things that other teams were doing to beat the Chiefs. And that was pass rush, run game, mm-hmm. build up his secondary. Even though we didn't do anything with yeah. Uh, corner. Yeah, we are. The secondary is definitely a little worse than last time. We're, we're missing Tre'Davious White. Dane Jackson has done a great job stepping up, but. Uh, Trey White is an all-pro corner, and right. he his absence can't be can't be overstated. Um, 
the, the you know they were missing Frank Clark last time. That's a big difference. Um, this is going to be. I think very Chris Jones game. was at DN last time too. He was, um, and now you know, luckily for Buffalo, we've also improved in a lot of areas since that game. Our secondary wasn't playing great at the beginning of the season. Then um, they've really stepped up since. I mean, you know, they obviously they had some they had some good you know, good moments here and there, but um, against uh, against quality opponents, they've been they 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 they'd suffered a little. Um, there was, there's, there, there's a lot of things that are different this time. It's not just a straight up, okay, well, last, last time earlier this season, we won by 18. So clearly we'll do that again because we're the better team. Um, it's any given Sunday and, uh, this Sunday that they're going to look very different from how they looked in October. Um, the bills pass rush, um, gap integrity on the run stop, uh, on the D line there, um, and our offensive Run game has been massively improved. Allen has evidently um, established himself as a, a pure dual threat quarterback. The man is always a danger to do anything, um, and we're going to need to see some, some something different from the Kansas City secondary to try and combat that this time. Because last time it didn't work, and this time, so far the, in this late stretch of the season, he's looked better than he did to begin it. So. Yeah, I think Kansas City has every reason to be concerned, but they have reasons for optimism as well because us missing Trey White and them getting Frank Clark back are big points of emphasis. I think from the AFC Championship game last year to now, we've improved on offense tremendously. Last year, we were two and one dimensional, mm-hmm. and it almost killed us against the Colts, and it evidently killed us against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we've built up a better run game better offensive line I think Allen's improved both as a running quarterback and a pure passer I think pass rush has really improved and that's where we've seen um, teams beat the Chiefs we saw it firsthand against uh, the Buccaneers in Super Bowl they didn't have an answer for any of the Bucs pass rush Mm -hmm. yeah and sort of gave, we've seen a lot that gives us the recipe to beat the Chiefs. And this season, they went through a significant slump, and that oh, they haven't really. Time, yeah. And um, I've said this quite a lot during my in my my weekly article during the time, um, but they consistently refused to change the Chiefs. Um, they every every time they were faced with adversity, they would just do everything the exact same way until it worked again, and um, it was curious. They weren't, they, you know, they weren't calling different plays. They weren't trying different personnel groupings. They just said, well, we're the best, so let's try it again, and it'll work this time. And, um, yeah, that's why they were falling, falling during the standings earlier in the season. They, uh, they just refused to do anything differently from what they were doing initially that was successful. And it was frustrating to watch because they had so much, such a variety of talent, such great weapons, and uh, they're just sort of they were unwilling to change the one way they were using them, and it just sort of it leaves me concerned. If this was if Kansas City had managed to secure that number one seed from the Titans, which they didn't, Titans had a great season. Um, if they were able to secure the number one seed, I might be a little more concerned about this game because it gave a would have given Andy Reid more time to to figure it out. Um, instead, Kansas City had to play the Steelers in the opening week, and they, they've got exactly as much time as the rest of the teams this weekend. I think that... Uh, yeah. I don't That's think they're going to be... Rams have one less day. I just want to put that out there. You're right. And Tampa... Did Tampa, Tampa played on 
They played the yeah. early game Sunday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Kansas City's just not been in, not been inspiring. They haven't done anything different. I think they're still unbelievably good at what they do, but it's not unique, and it's yeah, been I mean, proven to be beatable by much worse competition than us this season. Yeah, I mean, you can call me a homer, call me biased, whatever, but this Chiefs team doesn't scare me like it did maybe October or even last year in the championship because we've seen. We've proven how we can beat them. We saw it in October. Mm-hmm. And they're just not doing the things that they need to be doing in order to win these games. Yeah. Secondary and defense just isn't there anymore. They have no one at receiver outside of Tyreek Hill. Like mm-hmm. You can spam. You can throw it to Tyreek Hill 50 times a game. That's fine, but it's not going to work for you every single game. Mm-hmm. And that run game, Jer- Jerick McKinnon's look great last week but that run game isn't there like everyone expected it to when they drafted Edwards Lair. and if he comes back which we don't know if he will this week um, I don't really see them being any different I mean we outside of Hilaire's early rookie season Edwards Lair. yeah Hilaire looks great in his early rookie season but honestly he hasn't done anything hasn't provided any new spark since and I think that uh that just leaves them even looking exactly the same as they did this time a year ago. On Difference paper, is we have time and we've been designed to beat. On paper, they're a team to beat for the next 10, 15 years. Yeah. But it's not working out like half or almost all media expected it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to hear a non-Bills fan opinion on this because are we just being homers or do, do, the, do the Bills have like a reasonable... Uh, a, a good chance to win this. I'm not going to say, like, you know, we deserve to be the favorites, but it's a very close game. I think we have a great chance to win. Um, I mean, the Chiefs haven't, like, very impressed me most of the season at all, Um, apart from a few games. I mean, last week against the Steelers, they were, I think, t- they were tied after a quarter and really weren't doing much. And if you look at some of the other games, like that Bengals game, where they've just really struggled on one side of the ball. Chargers game, too, even. Yeah, I think Brandon Sayles' poor coaching, I mean, was the reason the Chargers lost that game. But, I mean, the Chiefs aren't the same team that they were a few years ago, and I don't think any of the teams remaining in the on the AFC side are scared of them at all, especially the Bills. Um, granted, it's still Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's still a top-five quarterback in the NFL, and he can still do some crazy stuff. But I think the Bills have the recipe to beat them. And, like, I mean, they know how to defend Patrick Mahomes and, I mean, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and I think they do have it. what it takes to get it done. All right, so it's, it's funny hearing you three talk about the Chiefs because the top two we obviously know. Um, Liam, I understand because, you know, the Chiefs a couple of years ago in the Titans, that, that was a bad – comeback or something like that right that was that was like the first comeback they had right in well, the super bowl run yeah they that was the first one was the texans we were the second one. Oh yeah that's what i thought actually the afc championship when we missed a tackle and the game was over so that's also the other thing so as we know i like the jets everyone's like oh what would you know about good football i get it okay um but like if the Chiefs did this what this season last year, yeah, they lost a couple of games that they should have. 
but like they're still really impressive. And the fact that this defense was horrendous and now is like pretty good, like they they've turned it around completely. Like the defense not as good as the offense has been. Even the offense hasn't been as good as it's been. But this Chiefs team, like, they're somehow underrated, I feel like. Mm. Now I, I still kind of think the Bills are going to win. Um, I think th- this Chiefs defense has been kind of inconsistent over the past month or month and a half. But I, yeah. don't, want, I don't want you to, you know, table jumper throwers to think that I think the Bills are a better football team than the Chiefs. I just think that. Oh, yeah, I get that. It, it's so hard to like make the playoffs three years in a row. I mean, they've been like what, like six straight years. It's so hard to make the playoffs like that many years, let alone Four like the five, yeah. championship three straight years, let alone three straight Super Bowls winning one of them. I mean, you yeah. guys know about like going to Super Bowls and not winning them like consecutively. I actually like you don't, your parents might. Uh, yes, and I don't know about your parents. I don't know, like in England, you know. Yeah, anyway. my father, my father flew in for one of those Super Bowls out to. Oh LA. yeah, I, okay, so that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so like but long fly from England. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So you guys know about pain, and then we yeah. have to deal with Tom Brady. Uh, Liam, you probably know a little bit about Tom Brady. Like the Titans were kind of bad during like his heyday, but uh, I'm sure you know you had oh, to watch. We were very bad. Mm. Yeah. Really cool jerseys, though. Vince Young is awesome. Oh, God, those are fantastic. I wish they'd bring those back. Uh, but anyways, don't don't think that I think the Bills are going to win because they're a better football team. I think that you guys are both right, and we've said it basically since they got eliminated last year in the AFC Championship. The Bills were built for one reason, to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And, like, that's, that's what's so weird because it's like what they did in the 90s in the NBA. Teams just built big body teams in the paint to just wear down Michael Jordan mm. didn't work now I think this is a little different because I don't well, I mean the Chiefs do have like a Michael Jordan-esque and Patrick Mahomes uh anyways I'm just rambling on and on and I'm just going to say a bunch of different ways that the Bills are going to win not based on talent just because like I don't think that football universe will allow the Chiefs to just continue this reign of terror because we all still kind of like them and we don't want them to become the Patriots mm. And <laughs> more Bills fans wear Zubas than Chiefs fans, even though Kansas City barbecue is better than probably any Buffalo food. And the Sabres oh, are kind of no, doing no. bad. Bryce, you got to no, get okay. like a lot more people in those stands, man. It's sad. I really like the Buffalo Sabres, right? And I'm a Devils well, fan. Well, no one's so, going like, to go to a Sabres game when we suck every single night. Yeah, but and Tage Thompson you, is so you good. You would rather like, go Bills fans? Like that 2008 Winter Classic. I'm actually going to do something about this on the puck wave. Like basically Sabres fans just like deserve a good, decent Stanley cup run. Kind of like how Bills fans deserved that home playoff game with, with like a crowd. And that's why like if they win and Cincinnati wins, they get an AFC championship game in the Ralph. I don't care about the stupid high Mark Cinemark, high Mark, whatever. Yeah, it's the Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be Ralph. I don't yeah. even know, Liam. I'm sorry. Did you? Who did you think was going to win? I've been kind of talking uh, for a while. We gotta go quick. Let's go. Um, I'll I'll take the Bills. I think it's their year to take them down. Yeah, I'm right. gonna say Bills by two, but it's damn close. It's gonna be like down to the wire, like 60 yard field goal miss for the win or something. It's gonna be yeah. Bills you're, not kick, you're not kicking a 60 yarder, T bass or butt kicker in Kansas. No, that's what I'm saying. Bucker, Bucker will have to try one. I, I think I think one. Andy Reid would much rather have Patrick Mahomes throw it that far than. <laughs> It's fair. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back Sunday. Hopefully these two aren't upset. Hopefully I didn't scare Liam off 
uh, yeah, stay safe.